Levels, levels, levels. Check one, two, check one, two. Shout out to Johnny T. Yep. Hello, hello. Okay, that's hello. good. Hello, hello. All right, here we go. <clears throat> okay. Welcome to America's podcast, The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap and review podcast for the best show ever, uh, The Walking Dead. My name is Doug. With me tonight is Jermaine. Present and accounted for. How you doing, Jermaine? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, no I'm Johnny. excited. To, I'm sorry. I'm excited for, for this episode to see where we go from last week's great episode. Well, I've got terrible news for you. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Well, first of all, Johnny T isn't here. Pour one out. Um, he has some things to take care of. Completely excused absence. So I'm not going to give him a hard time. But Shout out to Johnny T. Shout out. Uh, but this... And it wasn't a bad episode, but... Because they reached such great heights last week, uh, this was bound to happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, long story short, spoiler alert: this is a Michonne is leaving the show episode. Uh, where where's she been, by the way? Uh, we'll talk about it. That's the whole point of this. The this whole uh, okay. episode is just with her and her adventure. Um, All right, maybe they're answering my question then. Where's she been? Now I'm excited. All right, well, there you go. Maybe you'll be excited. But basically, she leaves the show, and we spend the entire episode with her. And, I mean, I, I am going to miss her because she was a competent actor. I think she's a better actor than the what she has to work with on the show. Um, I miss her, but uh, this just fell flat because they do the thing where they think they've built up so much credibility with you because of the last episode that they can just take an episode off and do something that doesn't follow up and just be like, well, you want to know so much that you're going to watch um, next week, the following week. Um, and that might be true for me because I've got to cover this show due to a contractual obligation with the devil. Um, but for most people, <laughs> they don't have that obligation and I could see them checking out after this. So, Oh man, that's a, uh... That's heavy. Okay, it's so that bad. Let, let, let me give the, my thoughts because I don't have anybody else to talk to about this who's seen the show because you, you refuse to watch, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay, cool. I'm, but I'm still waiting for that password and login. Yeah. You know, if that ever happens. Guys, this is the time. <laughs> AMC Premiere. It's not that hard. I've got, I've got Shudder for free for 30 days. Uh, Pro Tools has given you like three months of Pro Tools for free, which is crazy. Um, I don't know. I think somebody said the NHL and MB, uh, MLB are giving you uh, free access to replay of, of things, games. Um, but we still have not gotten that AMC Premier login. And this is the time to do it, guys. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be discounted. It's got to be discounted. I mean, what was $100 a year? <laughs> <laughs> when they're giving away uh, streaming services? Uh, okay. Anyway, um, this isn't a bad episode. My thoughts are, this is a solid episode. It's just following what they had last week and doing something completely different that had nothing to do um, was a lot. So this is, this is one of those sharp left turns. Yep. One episode, standalone, just cover some random story. Yep. And then, okay. And, and the unique thing about it, once again, is We've all been here before. We've all, all right, been here I before. It. It's, it's Michonne. The one thing that saves it from being... Completely bullshit, because they've done this before with these completely left turns where it doesn't have anything to do with the previous episode and it's a one-off. 
but it's but, been with characters that, that it's not as important with, uh, or it wasn't as important because they weren't doing something as quote unquote monumental as sending off one of the long characters like Michonne. So that that brings it up a little bit, but still it doesn't bring it up out of um, a negative review. That's a uh, spoiler alert. Second time I normally don't do uh, two spoiler alerts. So yeah, you get one only. <sighs> let me let me ask a question. Does it jump around all over the place? Thankfully, no. They don't do any of this. Remember when they were doing, like, you know, non-chronology stuff where yeah. they would, like, give you the ending and then say, oh, how did we get here? I guess you got to watch an hour worth of bullshit and, you know, plus commercials for Chalupas to figure out. But this time, they thankfully just go straight forward. But it's infuriating. And the infuriating part of it, let's get into it, uh, is synthesized into one person called Virgil. Now, where has Michonne been? Michonne ran into this dude named Virgil, who's a creepy dude um, that she met uh, while at the fish market, I believe. I don't know, so many episodes again uh, ago that it was before the break. And supposedly this guy says he has munitions, like military-grade weaponry. And um, Michonne is like, okay, well, I'll take you back to your community, but... I'm going to need some of them weapons. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, let's go. Uh, mm. Yeah, and I've forgotten about this until they like rehashed it a little bit before we got going. So that's what Michonne's been doing. She got into a boat. And oh, this is a real thing? That's this is what a real happened? thing, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm sure you don't remember. It's, it might have been something we skipped over, but uh, Michonne left with some dude on a boat to go back to his community um, in exchange for giving him weapons, right? Okay. That's where we are. That's how we start the episode. Uh, so uh, I'm going to consult Wikipedia's list of Walking Dead episodes for the plot because I don't remember all the details. But this first one makes me angry. What's the name of this episode? Uh, what We Become. All right. You know, something vague and uh, <laughs> pretentious, like uh, has more uh, meaning. I think the answer is very angry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, annoying. Uh, it says Virgil leads Michonne to Bloodsworth. <laughs> that's that's real. Bloodsworth, <laughs> an abandoned naval base where he claims his family and a stash of weapons can be found. So already calling a naval base Bloodsworth. And you know what's annoying is I'm sure somebody in the writer's room is like, there is actually a place called Bloodsworth. I don't give a fuck if there's really a place called Bloodsworth. Change the name. Call it like Fort uh, Jiminy Cricket. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <sighs> To Bloodsworth. Uh, anyway, okay, I'm gonna take it from here because the Wikipedia girls pissed me off. So they're in a boat. They go into an island naval base. Maybe I don't know if it's an island or like a uh, an archipelago or peninsula. It's on the water. <laughs> okay. I think it's an island. Yeah. Uh, they get off the uh, boat and they start walking. And Virgil's just being an asshole, giving her like half answers, no answering no questions straight through. And I'm thinking, just kill this guy right now. From the beginning, I was just like, just just kill him. I, he's not worth it. And of course, like he, he keeps saying, oh, uh, he gets somewhere. Uh, they get to like the the place, the the base, and it's somewhat abandoned. There's no one around, and he and she's like, okay, well, take me to the weapons. He's like, oh, we can't go yet. Uh, it's too late in the day. Tide's gonna be out, and uh, you know, it's safer we go in the morning. And basically, uh, just keeps like not following his end of the bargain and i'm just i'm i'm just getting angry 
this point. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So after a while, Michonne gets tired of being fucked with, and uh, instead of taking the night off and getting an early start in the morning, she starts poking around the compound, and she listens to some voices. She hears voices, like, in the walls, and she goes look for these voices, and um, eventually she ends up in a room, and she can hear voices through the wall, and all of a sudden Virgil comes in out of nowhere and slams the door closed. She's in a cell now, and Virgil's like, why did you ruin this? I trusted you. Now it has to be this way. And you're like, okay, I don't know if he's crazy or just a bad guy, but I'm already angry. Now Michonne is, you know, in prison by some crazy guy. Didn't see that coming. Is it just, even if you didn't see it coming, I mean, is it, is this something, is this something you want to do? (laughs) And she went by herself. Like nobody from the fish market. Wanted to go or no backup? That's a great question. Why not bring just one red shirt? One person who we don't know that, hey, I'm Judith or I'm, I'm uh, Stacy. Okay, yeah. Stacy, uh, keep a gun on uh, Virgil uh, while I drive the boat. I don't know. All right, so where do we go now? He's mad. She wandered around. Now she's locked up. Yeah, and I, I before this, I think, uh, let me take a step back. There's like um, another part of the compound or building yeah, I should have talked about this first. Where he's like, uh, there's bad guys or uh, zombies inside. We didn't have zombies for years because we had an island. But one guy came and he he stabbed somebody and I locked all the doors. And you find out that basically he closed his con- – he was a scientist working on, I guess, a cure. There were a lot of animals in cages getting tested on. So you see a lot of like – uh, scientific cages of animals with just bones left, which is you're already like, okay, well, even if he was a good guy, he's killing these animals. Um, uh, well, basically, he's like, we need to get clear out the zombies, and he calls the zombies rippers, which, once again, I'm I'm annoyed <laughs> by them having... You know, like, every new group we come another across, Another new name. That, they just don't want to say zombies, though. Biters and walkers and rippers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my. Uh, isn't there another one? There's a ton of them, and I can't remember any of them because they're all dumb. Uh, and and <laughs> so, I hope these are uh, – is there a new – please tell me there's a new, like, lab coat-wearing zombies because we're always trying to – they're always trying to make a new zombie. Uh, you know what? I don't know if we have a lab coat. I'm pretty sure we Damn did. Damn it. We probably did. But I, if they were wearing a lab coat, they weren't uh, unique enough for me to register. Uh, all right. But I I, I want to go back to this, them not calling them zombies. So, obviously, this is a fantasy film, uh, you know, genre. This is a horror genre where dead people come back to life and eat other people, you know. I'm willing to accept that fantasy. But what I, what I find hard to accept is this, is this supposed to be our world? Because in our world, we had decades worth of movies about zombies, <laughs> so this isn't our world. This is an alternate reality from the get-go where nobody says, oh, these are the things from, uh, you know, from the movies. The Day of the Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. Even White Zombie. It's not just a band. It was a it was a movie about uh, uh, people from the islands. And I never and, thought of it that way. It's uh, an alternate world where they've never had a zombie movie. Right. Before. There's a, there's a concept or video that game. is just for, foreign to them. Resident Evil doesn't exist in this universe. Oh, I mean, I would call them, they're not vampires, but nobody said the word vampires or, or Frankensteins or um, Skellingtons. I don't know. Like, 
All right, that's my rant. Um, okay. By the way, it was uh, Margarita Night in uh, uh, Club Corona here at the uh, house because um, we're <laughs> quarantined and we had some tequila laying around. So forgive me. Uh, anyway, so basically he enlists her to clear out this building full of zombies. <laughs> okay? I'm calling them zombies. Okay. Um, and she does it. She's a badass. There's a little bit of scares, but not really because we know Michonne's a badass. She kills, like, I don't know, two dozen zombies, okay? And okay. they go into this room, and they find Virgil's family. And they had barricaded themselves in a room, and they had all hung themselves. Oh, and, Jesus. Yeah, so it's it's depressing, but once again, we don't know Virgil enough to care. To care. And, he's, and he's not nice enough of a human being for us to, like empathize with them i guess does he does he freak out does he cry yeah of course and i forget i mean I, i'm skipping over all sorts of details uh, wait are they still like are they zombified hanging so yeah, they're like yeah. moving and, around and what i thought was tasteful is is the way it was filmed we never see like above their like mid section the zombies that are hanging okay. and twitching. so it's just michonne and this guy virgil going into a room uh, full of I'm gonna say half a dozen to I don't know eight or nine zombies hanging from the ceiling, and you know they're just their legs are twitching, um, but we don't see any faces. And I thought that was tastefully done, and it actually looked so as far as like unique zombies that I guess it was unique in that there was so many like zombie pinatas in one place. Okay, <laughs> and you know he like. F- Oh, there's a lot of foot fetish, by the way. Like, this should have been... <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tarantino didn't ghost direct this because uh, we'll get to the second foot fetish thing. But the first one is, because they're not showing uh, anybody's, like, faces, all these zombies that are hanging, Virgil tenderly takes, uh, like, a, a woman's shoe from the ground and places it on her foot as, you know, she's twitching as a zombie. Um, so you you realize that that's his wife, I guess. Um, How many people are we talking here? I guess How said, big is this family? Like between, oh, family is three. So it's like a wife and two kids. Okay. Um, okay. And then she, uh, they clear it out. They bury the everybody. And then that's when um, later Michonne goes to investigate and gets locked in um, a prison cell by Virgil, right? Okay. Okay. So um, the other people that she heard in the walls were uh, people that are also trapped by Virgil, and they're his former co-workers. Mm. And I guess he was a scientist, and he uh, went crazy, quote-unquote crazy, because uh, he basically got his family killed by freaking out and putting the building that had the infected person on lockdown um, with his family in with his family in there and they were safe and barricaded but he didn't get to them in time because obviously they hung themselves and they got turned into zombies all right so that's what caused him to be crazy now i can understand that but i feel like the way they portrayed virgil you just made me want to hate him so but they didn't know he was dead or his family was dead they just assumed i guess it'd been that long what do you mean well, he locked him in there because he went crazy. I, I he locked the other staff in there, but I, I don't know the details because I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Really I need details. Things. Sorry. All right. I can Continue. I can read you this Wikipedia article when we're all done, but uh, <laughs> as for right. now, it's a uh, 
because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, intriguing. The the Virgil character just wasn't wasn't real enough. It was annoying, in fact. Um, and it was just a plot device to get to ultimately what we're doing. So because this is a Michonne episode or a send off, we get a Michonne like clip show essentially. But I want to give The Walking Dead, and this is what's frustrating. If this episode would have came next week, I would have been so much better with it. You know, like, when they get rid of a character, they'll, like, show you, like, a montage of, like, clips of, like, when we first saw them, when they had their first, like, cool thing, or, like... In uh, memoriam. Yeah, exactly, an in memoriam. Uh, So that's what they did here, but they did it in a clever way. So don't say I just shit on the show. I shit on this show and then give it some compliments occasionally and then shit on it again. But this is what they did. Uh... (laughs) Basically, you use one of those flushable wipes. You clean it up a little bit. Yeah, I do. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to wash my hands. It's like I took a big shit. Not going to wash my hands. I'm going to use some hand sanitizer, but then I'm going to shit again um, <laughs> and not wash my hands. Just say, well, I already have hand sanitizer on there. So what happens is, and this is when the show like gets into high gear. Uh, Virgil's like, she passes out from exhaustion or something, and she wakes up with like food in front of her and her sword's gone she's like fuck i can't believe i did this she's angry at herself and um the people next door for some reason like you might as well get your strength up why don't you eat and i was like oh wait you shouldn't eat then if somebody tells you to eat and you're like in a prison situation don't eat <laughs> and sure enough don't eat it. she eats and she is uh drugged and she uh... goes on an acid trip essentially and the way it's portrayed is very hokey very like Okay, I'm watching a dumb TV show, um, but that's what. So is he dragging? Is he dragging people because he's rapey? No, he's not rapey. He's just he's just quote unquote crazy. In which like he keeps saying stuff like "I need you to see," "I need you All to right. see," um, you know, something like cryptic like that. In which like. Like, two people taking the same drug means they're going to have the same vision or come to the same uh, existential conclusion or something. Something just just dumb. And Michonne, uh, Michonne fell for the old come-to-my-naval-base get-guns <laughs> trick. And then and now she's I, drugged in a cell. Yeah, even I though thought. I locked you up in a cell, here, have some food. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. <laughs> All right. I'm going to feed you. So, so what does the trip do? So the trip does, and this is what makes it better than what it could have been it could have just been her remembering stuff but we go through her like time on the show but she made a fundamental difference when and when she first came into the show in season three or four i can't remember but when she was walking in the woods with the two guys on the chain the two zombies without arms and faces or uh mouse yeah that? end of season two right and in season two i guess she came upon andrea you remember the the blonde yeah the blonde chick. Uh, I remember. I guess she saves her in the real show, but in this, she decides to not save her, just goes on with her day. <laughs> okay. So we proceed to go through an alternate reality in which Michonne didn't meet up with Rick's group and, in fact, uh, signed up with the the saviors. Mm. Yeah. So it's very interesting. We get the clip show kind of thing. We get... Uh, it culminates with uh, Michonne being the right hand of Negan, and instead of Negan bashing people's heads in in that one scene at the end of season, I don't know, eight or seven, whatever it was, yeah, um, it's Michonne. She gets to do it. 
She's um, bashing in Glenn's head. Yeah, but they don't. She doesn't bash in Glenn's head. They like cut away, and they do this confusing thing where it's really quote unquote trippy that Michonne is looking down at herself at one point. So, all right, whatever. Um, please tell me. Spoiler alert: Does she just die in the cell? No, she doesn't get stabbed. God damn it! No, no. All right, never mind. So, um, continue. She doesn't die in the cell. And that's, I got another rant. You ready for a classic Doug rant? Get ready. All it's right. coming. Uh, but anyway, she goes on the trip and then she uh, she learns something about mercy. So once again, it's the same dog shit, um, you know, plot devices that we had with Walking Dead Forever in which one of the main characters is struggling with something and then comes to a massive swing of the way they see the world, you know, and whether it's like violence versus pacifism or I guess uh, she gets free uh, by stabbing this guy uh, and then she frees the other scientists that were locked up next to her. And he like, stabbed Virgil? Yeah. And he like okay. ran away like a, you know, like a Sasquatch into the woods or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Beta. Uh, so she gets the other scientists and they go... Um, Go to the boat. She's like, oh, we got to go to the boat. And they go to the boat. The boat's on fire. It's just done. Virgil set that shit on fire. And uh, and then they cut to commercial. And then I switched over to like, uh, I think it was the NFL Network because they were showing last year's Super Bowl. (laughs) And I come back. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) Oh, no. And uh, once again, I don't have on demand. I don't have AMC Premiere. So what am I going to do? Uh, no rewind button when I'm watching it live. So I cut back and somehow the three scientists that Michonne rescued and Michonne have cornered Virgil. He's on the ground and the three scientists just want to kill him. Just want to fuck his ass up, right? Uh, and Michonne's like, no, no. You can't give in to violence. Or you can't give in to whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I've changed my entire philosophical thinking on Oh, uh, He's going to stab one of them. You would think so, and that's still on the table. Uh, But she convinces them not to kill him, and instead instead of exiling him, he gets to stay on the island, and they get to leave. Now, before they get to leave, there's a point where, like, Virgil's like, fine, I'll show you, oh, um, I'll I'll show you where I think the weapons are, and they go to, like, like a closet. I don't know. Once again, details are gone. Um they go to a building, they find a closet, and Michonne finds Rick Grimes' boots and proceeds to rub them on her face. <laughs> and I'm not joking. And a very loving, oh, smelling them and stuff. And then she flips out of her, where the fuck did you get these boots? Give me back my son. You know. Yeah. Okay, what and what she, happened? And then Virgil's like, I got the boots from uh, a naval ship that just washed up in, uh, on the shore. So they go to the naval ship. And then on the naval ship, and it's like a small, like, I don't know what it does. Probably just has, like, radar on it or something dumb. A dinghy. Uh, yeah, it's a, but it's a, like a, a military naval dinghy, uh, you know. Okay, so got it's, it. It doesn't have, like, you know, cruise missiles on it or whatever. I don't know. It's a small boat. Um, so they get on it, and... In the boat, she finds an old iPhone, but it has on the iPhone, uh, like a cartoon carving on the screen of Rick and 
um, Carl. And at the top is written. Okay. Yeah. And on the top is written the word Rick and then a bunch of, uh, forgive my ignorance, Asian characters. I don't know whether they're Chinese, Japanese, uh, Korean. Sorry. Uh, But basically another language in addition to the word Rick. So she's like, what the fuck? Okay. So she th- she believes Rick is now alive. She checks the book, the log book, you know, Captain's Log. The last port of call was someplace in shithole, New Jersey. And I'm thinking, you don't want to go to New Jersey in the best of times, but not in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, right. So she discovers Rick, whatever. By the way, I'm not going to Google it, but I'm pretty sure, the and this was an iPhone 3G, if not a 3GS, Pretty sure they didn't have these if we're following the timeline of the show. Because this show's been on. This is 10 seasons, right? Alternate timeline. You don't even know what, what version of iPhone they're on. True. You know what? There's no If there's no zombie movies, they could have had the iPhone in, in like 2001, you know? Ten, ten years ahead of time. You're right. Uh, I'm going to forget about it. Okay. So she gets Let on, it go. Let, let it go. It go. <laughs> all right. She gets on the walkie-talkie. And she's like, oh, because like the walkie-talkie didn't work at all until this moment. And she's talking to Judith. She's like, hey, Judith, I think I think your dad might be alive. There's a lot of more. Uh, why, why would she say that? Right. I agree. Bad mom. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't be like, I think your dead dad that you've gotten over. It's been a hard, uh, you know, couple years. Uh, but he Is might be like, alive. I don't. And then she I says, "Found stuff. his boots." <laughs> yeah, and she's and I found uh, some a drawing of him. Uh, and then she says this to her to her daughter. She's just like, "He might be. I just don't know. Maybe. He's. I just don't. It's. She's like, he could be. I just don't know." And I'm like, "Oh, that's the worst thing you can tell the kid." And Judith is like, "You have to go find him." And she's like, "No, I've got to be there for you." And Judith is like, "No, you have to do this. We'll be fine." So basically, Judith gives her mom permission to abandon her and go on this wild goose chase for Rick kind of absolving Michonne from having to make the decision in a way. Um, but she's still the mom or the adult. So you can't just say my kid, you know, made that choice for me because they're a child. Um, and now Michonne mm. is going off to look for Rick. So the three biggest characters literally just walked away. Rick, Maggie, and Michonne. Yeah, and this is you ready just, for the, just literally walked away and disappeared. Right. Do you want to you ready for the Doug rant? Yes. There it goes. I'm fine with you killing. Is that, is that is that wait, is that how it ends? Oh uh, yeah, we follow Michonne for a little bit and it's dumb. This is what happens. This is like the little like uh, she take epilogue. the boat? Is she walking? She what takes she? she takes the boat and drops off the scientists, and then decides to walk. I guess I don't know. She's just doing a lot of walking. She finds a couple of walkers and puts uh, ropes around their neck, cuts off their arms, and cuts off their faces. And basically, he's like, "Well, this worked for me in the past. I'm going to go back to my roots." And then she comes upon two people that are in trouble, and they're like, "Help us!" And she's like. I have to make the same choice again. The choice that I made in real life that I made the right choice for, but in the acid dream, I made the wrong choice and it ended up with me being a survivor, but that was just a dream. Uh, so I'm going to make the right choice this time. And it's really dumb. So she's like, okay, I'll help you. And she, she's like, come on this way. And then she helps the two people in trouble 
um, and to meet up with their group. And their group is like a massive amount of people that are marching into the into nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. They look like. You know, it's this like CG shot of like, let's say the wildlings, like from a hundred miles away or like on top of a mountain walking, marching towards the wall where it's just like that many people. Yes. Like I'm talking like a couple, like at least a hundred thousand, maybe 200,000 people. Human people? Alive Human people? beings. Yeah. Walking in some kind of weird, like, uh, you know, formation, like in like, it's dumb. It's really bad. But regardless she is going to follow this shitload of people, and that's it. That's how they end it. But basically, she's going off to look for Rick, and she's going to have adventures. That make you feel better or worse? Uh, that many people? What? Yeah, like an absurd amount of people. Like a like a like a what's going on here? Why are that many people on the move? I, I kind of want to know if it doesn't, but I, it makes me more angry than it's. Once again, it's a balancing act between be. Between like being curious and being angry that this is just a a goddamn tease, and you're trying to keep me watching the show for three years, what? Yeah, they're super bad at these teases where they're like they give you something, air quote, shocking or just huge, and then you never hear about it again. I mean, Rick was put in a, a helicopter going to a city where they have communications and helicopters, for God's sakes. Yep. And groups A's and B's, and you never hear anything about any of that again. Yeah, and just, now you're going to see an army of people that seem to be fine, and they're going somewhere, and you're never going to hear about it again. Yeah, and there's that. There's a saying about this. I think of like you know you can't keep them on the farm once they've seen Paris. I don't know if that's the exact quote, but the sentiment remains the same. <laughs> like you can't give me like helicopters and and uh, walkie talkies and a semblance of civilization, and then be happy. With, then expect me to be happy with people playing in the mud. Um, it's just not It's not going to work. Um, but my biggest point, and this is the Doug rant, you can do it once, but you can't do it three times. Like you said, you, you, you came to the same thing as I did. Like, three characters didn't just die. Three characters just went away so that they can come back at an opportune time in the future. That makes me angry. That just makes me, there's no plot, There's or there's no consequences, there's no... You know, that like people can just come back. They're just you know, they, Michonne obviously is leaving. Uh, Rick's gone. Uh, Maggie, who I could give a shit about, but like they don't even explain what happened to her. She's just gone. She just, she just walked away. They're like, we'll They're write, like, we'll write it later. We'll figure it out. Oh, Maggie, she left last night. Okay, bye. Right. Uh, so those people, characters are all going to come back or at least have the door open to come back instead of like people getting their faces ripped off, you know, you know, at least Glenn got, uh, his head bashed in. Uh, he's not coming back. I mean, he'll come back in like a flashback, I'm sure, but still. So it's just, uh, it's frustrating. And they did this kind of episode with Tyrese too, when he was, you know, he just kept having flashbacks and all right. the people from the past but show were died, showing up though, in the right? room. Yeah, he died at the end. Yeah. But, you know, I guess they kind of did something different by just giving you different views of old old scenes, but... And it was kind of cool because, like, there were things that I had forgotten about, um, and they, they went through with um, the Ricks group going and killing all the saviors while they slept. Um, yeah, because they're murderers. They're yeah. evil murderers. 
And once again, I think they are evil murderers, and it made me feel bad for a second, and I was like, no, wait a minute. Those people, they, they went into a room where these people had pictures of other victims that had their heads bashed in. Like, there was, a, you know, it's like, you yep. know, like, if you were a kid and you had, like, a Montley Crew poster on your wall, like, a, you know, a, a Lamborghini Countach, that gives you an idea of my age. Um, these people had, pol- like, Polaroids of people's heads just bashed in and bodies. It's, I mean, the saviors were despicable human beings and they deserve to die. Now, did Rick's group know that at the time? No. So are they bad people? Yes. But when you think about it. Yeah. I don't feel that bad that they killed these human beings without a trial or whatever. This is the apocalypse. It's a nightmare. It's all a nightmare. Sorry. Um, So, but uh, but the clip show I did enjoy. So, I mean, like like I said, my, my general frustration is that I wasn't disappointed with this show as much as I was disappointed that it came now. So, we got nothing of... The fallout of the whispers. Nothing with Negan. Nothing with Carol. Beta. Nothing. Nothing. It's one of those standalones that they always throw in the season. Yeah. And and Michonne walked off into the sunset with a hundred thousand other people. Yeah. Looking for Rick. And once again, this is. Because she found boots in a boat. <laughs> and once again, the arrogance of this, like it's a, it's a, it's a cynical, calculated kind of like, uh, planting the seed for you to spend money on AMC premiere <laughs> to when the Rick Grimes <laughs> movie comes out. Uh, right. I mean, that's all yep. it was. This is one big trailer for a movie that, I, it may never happen. Do you think it's as hard to find toilet paper in the zombie apocalypse as it is right now? Well, you can find clippers because people have tight fades, which I think I've gone on about. But um, now that now that we're in this situation where there's lack of stuff, the fact that they can keep finding gasoline and bullets and food, yeah. <laughs> It's All this stuff forever is just like, wait, I can't even find toilet paper within 100 miles of me right now. But as we discussed last week, uh, you, can always find a- you can always find something to wipe your ass with. Yep. Uh, I swear to God. Uh, so with... A little, uh, So with all this social distancing, I have been taking my kids out into the woods for walks, right? Um, and my youngest had to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, go pee. He's like, no, poop. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, I don't have any toilet paper. Um, I'm a bad dad. So we'll just go. And he went. And I was, I was like, please be solid. Nope. And then uh, <laughs> I got a handful of leaves and kind of gave him a quick wipe. And uh, that was it. We got him back in the car eventually. And I, I gave him a shower and changed him when we got home. But uh, leaves did the job all right. So... Why don't you collect some leaves? See, if they did that in The Walking Dead, then it'd be more realistic. Just like like a leaf bucket or something. Take the bucket of leaves. You're gonna need it. <laughs> I had I had apocalypse tacos last night, so you know what's coming. All right, so 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and rate this episode, and then you can rate the. Actually, you rate yeah. the episode first, based on my. Now, once again, try not to try not to have all of my, uh, you know, prejudices against this episode that I've been talking about for the past yep. know, half hour with 45 minutes. Um, I don't mind standalones when they're good. This was, but, and I, I think this was good, but it just wasn't good right now. Uh, that's my thing. The the way it ended infuriates me. Um, I don't. I have to go average at best two and a half. All right, I'm gonna go on, ahead. A, on, a, on a ten point scale. Ten point. No, it's zero through five. Ten point scale. Point five increments. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a two. Uh, that sounds harsh, especially. I was I, going that way, but yeah. I, I'm glad for your optimism. Uh, and we'll give it a two point. We'll go ahead and round it up instead of rounding it down to two point five. So, I'm feeling generous once again. I enjoyed the Michonne clip show because it it did show us like memories with Michonne, but it did it in a I dare to say like inventive way by her being a bad guy or or taking different life choices. And some of the green screen it was like you know mixing Michonne with like Rick and stuff, people that aren't around anymore. Um, some of it worked, some of it didn't, but, uh, uh, I, I thought it was good, but the stuff with Virgil was just infuriating. Um, and the timing. Yep. I just want to know when, more when, was Bruce. when you're on such a high note and then it just goes, they always do that though. If I remember yeah, some of the other standalones were just left turns off of like a great, great episode. It just ruins all the goodwill they had. Agreed. So for the coming attractions, they did show feels like we're going to now deal with the fallout with beta and Megan and everybody. But in the like previous for next week, they did the thing where it goes only three episodes left this season. And I get, I just went, Oh, thank God. <laughs> is there any, <laughs> is there any original people left now? Or like the crew? I mean, Carol's been there since season one, right? Carol's the only one. Yeah, you're right. And Daryl. Carol and Daryl. Dar- Carol and Daryl. I think that's it. I think you're right. It's a shame. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Only three episodes left. Still time to give us that uh, AMC premiere login. Um, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, go to Shudder. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Shudder will give you... A camera website. That's fine too if you were into that. But shutter.com, enter the promo code SHUTIN in 30 days. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Watched Mandy. Um, it's okay. It's pretty good. All right, guys. Uh, anything else to promote? Do you have any free shit you want to tell people to go take advantage of during this uh, time of crisis? Mm, no, I'm good. I'm just waiting. AMC Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. You hear they shut down all the McDonald's in the UK? Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> I have a co-worker in the UK, and they sent me that today. It was a big deal. He's like, fuck. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday, and uh, stay safe. Adios. Peace.